Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Janelle Stewart. Janelle is a content creator. She's a business coach, and she's also a social influencer who rose to the internet fame thanks to her award-winning lifestyle blog, Kinky Curly Coily Me. Since then, Janelle's brand has grown considerably, and she has become a social media fave among a lot of female entrepreneurs. This is all due to her wealth of knowledge as it pertains to business and branding, as well as her transparency about her journey as an entrepreneur. Over the years, she has collaborated with brands such as Colgate, Macy's, Samsung, and Nokia, just to name a few. Now she is sharing with other entrepreneurs how they can even partner with big brands and sustain their lifestyles through digital content as well. Janelle's social media following of over 320,000 across platforms is a testament to her transparency and the empowering content she shares with the world. So I introduce to you all Janelle Stewart. Hello, Janelle. Hi, T. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so excited to have you on here as I am with every guest on the podcast. But let's get into this interview. Okay. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Janelle, what is your meaning or your definition of purpose? So, for me, I feel like your life purpose consists of the central things in your life that motivate you, the reason Mm -hmm. that you get up in the morning, and your purpose can guide your life decisions and ultimately influence the behavior that you have and shape your goals. For some people, I think purpose is connected to their work, right? What they do for a living. And then for Mm -hmm. others, purpose can be connected to how they see themselves in the world. That's what purpose means to me. That's absolutely right. And um, we were just talking about it literally just the other day about how people, places, and things make an impact on the way you are as a person. And we have to let people know that you know, due to these specific things, they can actually form the way that we think, form the things that we do, and how we react to it. So we always, you know, we always try to tell each other, you know, be careful, you know, where you go or the people you associate with, because like I always say, energy is transferable. And you don't want to start doing things if you know it's not the way, you know, not the way that you usually do things. And it's okay to, you know, alter some things. And, you know, life is all about change, but you want change for the good. So if you see somebody that's doing something bad and and you don't want to be a part of it, separate yourself from them, you know, or if someone asks you to go somewhere and you know you're not supposed to be going um you know don't go because you know it's going to impact the way that you your mindset completely changes when you're placed in an environment that's not healthy or good for you yeah for sure that is it's, 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 it's wild, but, you know, it's, we can't walk around on pins and needles all the time asking people 50 million questions, and it's just something that, you know, if we encounter anyone or any place or anything, you know, we just pray on it, separate ourselves, and keep on going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? I would say leader. And I think for me, what it is, is I, I exude a level of confidence that people feel when they're around me. Mm-hmm. And I always take initiative. And that coupled with my initiative, coupled with my confidence, I feel always lands me in a leadership role, even when I'm not seeking it out. So I can be doing something totally non, we don't need a leader type of thing, like having a game night at a friend's house. And mm-hmm. I will get picked as like the team leader if they pick, put us on against sides. When I was in school, whenever there was a project, I was always chosen as a person to be the one to lead it. And a lot of the times now when I, prior to working for myself as an entrepreneur, when mm-hmm. I was working in a regular job, I would always get selected to be like the person to run a committee or something like that. Even within my church, I've gotten, I was asked to lead a um, girls ministry group for the high school girls. So this kind of thing mm-hmm. happens to me all the time, even when I'm not seeking it out. Wow. It definitely happens like that. You don't even know when it's going to happen. It just shows right. up. You're just right. Like, uh, what am I going to do? What is the process? You know, uh, you know, and, and, and it's good that sometimes you can kind of pick and choose the things that you want to do when opportunity sometimes presents itself. Like I tell friends all the time, like those who are in business, like it's okay to turn down money. You know, all money is not good money. Um, right. Especially if, if you can feel the energy of the client and you can tell it's going to be a hard time. <laughs> um, it's okay to say no, but yes. you know, like you said, like that leadership is, is real because that's, that's what we want to we want to be leaders. We yeah. want to be leaders for those people to follow right behind us. And it may not be an exact footstep, but, you know, just to see that, you know, the things that you do are for the better of, you know, the community, the world, you know, whatever your target population is. And, and you want it to be, you know, you want to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So let's get into this lifestyle blog that you created. Okay. What inspired you to create Kinky, Curly, Coily Me? So Kinky Curly Coily Me started out as my space where I wanted to share with the world my natural hair journey. And, you know, a lot of Black women who were going natural when I did, which was 10 years ago, I can't believe it was so long ago. Um, We all needed like a place where we could talk about these things. But because a lot of us did not have family members that were natural at the time, colleagues that were natural, we didn't have friends that were natural. We really didn't have Mm -hmm. any place to go. And so most of us found comfort in blogs and on YouTube. And so being inspired by the women who were making videos on YouTube and the women who were writing about their hair and sharing their images about their natural hair growth journeys and the things that they were doing, it really motivated me to take the same approach when it came down to telling my own story. And I was really excited to be able to hop on the blog and my YouTube channel at that time to share my journey with everyone else. And I think I... In addition to just wanting to show off what I was doing and have a place where I could go back and look at it, I also Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to have discussions around hair hair care and hair maintenance. And being that I had um, a coilier, kinkier texture, I was someone that people really, really found, they found themselves in because a lot of women who had kinkier textures didn't know what to do and there weren't many people that had 
kinkier textures with short hair talking about their journey right. from the beginning. There were a lot of people that already had longer hair and mm-hmm. had been natural for some time and then decided to share that. And then there were women who were doing the big chop where they were cutting off all their hair and going natural, but they didn't have the same texture as other people. So right. I was someone that people could really come to to feel like I understood because my journey experience was very similar to theirs. And as my YouTube channel began to grow and my natural hair blog began to grow, I was able to have more conversations with my community outside of just, you know, what products do you, are you using and have mm-hmm. you gotten a trim this season? I was able to now have conversations with them about parenting because I became a mom during this time. And wow. a lot of women who were watching my channel and subscribed to my channel as well as reading my blog they too are becoming moms or they already were moms, but a lot of them were were also becoming moms around the same time as I was in my 20s. So we were able to take the conversation from having natural hair and being concerned about that to how we like lived our lives and making decisions around how we lived our lives. And as I've grown in the lifestyle space, I now don't only talk about natural hair and beauty, which is something that is still very dear to me. I've changed my hair a couple of times. I now wear sister locks as my life has changed. And I love this new part of my natural hair journey. But now I also talk about wellness and health as I've gotten, Mm. um, I've gained weight and I've worked towards losing weight. But then I, I have the same story as a lot of black women where we get the weight off and we're so excited And then slowly but surely, it starts to creep back on. And then we have to go back on another wellness journey to lose that weight again. And then we do what we need to do. We start eating right. We work out. And then slowly but surely, it starts to come back on again. So I've had that experience. And my audience has been there with me, watching me, sharing that. And they are really engaged. And I'm now on another wellness journey. And I'm really, really hoping that this won't be, this will be my last time having to go back and forth on this experience, but you never know what, what life will, will, where life will lead you. And in addition to the wellness aspects that people really related to, especially after I had children, parenting that we all can relate to, I have become an entrepreneur right under everyone's nose because everyone's been watching my life for for 10 Mm -hmm. years now. So they see me go from working full-time as a teacher to now becoming a full-time entrepreneur. And it's been a great, exciting journey for them to see me on because they've learned a lot about me and they know me and they trust me. And so now that they've watched me do it and they've able to see my level up, a lot of women that are in my community, they themselves, they want to level up. Right. And so... They're like, well, I, I see Janelle and I watched her do it and build it from the ground up. I want to know how to do the same because I have mm-hmm. something that I want to talk about and I would love to get my message and the, my mission out there to the world. And so I've been able to take all of the requests and the questions from my audience about how to launch their own digital brand. And I've been able to put that together. And then I decided to launch my own online school. And I did that over a year ago. And it's been a great experience because my school is a place where women and men, of course, but mainly I I really do reach Black content creators, Black women Mm -hmm. content creators. They are able to come and get the necessary tools they need 
at their own pace from someone who's experienced, from someone who they trust, from someone who has put what she's done into a framework and then created an an organized course that they can take. And it's been a great experience going from being a natural hair blogger to to now being a course creator and and a social entrepreneur. It's been really amazing. That is amazing. That is so dope. And I always tell people all the time, it's great to be transparent. And I'm glad you were transparent with your audience because, like you said, it helps them gain that trust, that confidence, knowing that you're a reliable source, you know, and because it's so much going on on social media. And half the time, you don't know who to trust with anything, let alone money for a vendor or hair or clothes or, you know, this is your livelihood that you, you know, you're putting in someone else's hands. And it's just great that that population of people have been able to grow and love you for the person that you are. Yeah, thank you. It, it definitely has, but I have a true connection with my audience and a friendship. And we are like, it's like a family. Yes, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Yep. I'm so glad you said that because that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's literally a family of people. It, and it's a community of individuals who, who share something in common and they all want greater. So why not put them all together so they can move as a force together? Right. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So did you have any role models or mentors growing up and did it change over the years? Absolutely. I think every every young lady has role models, whether it be someone in your family, like your mom or a, a great aunt or something like that. And as we grow up, our mentors and role models, they absolutely do change and they become people who live the dream that we want. And I wouldn't say that I have one role model, but I've definitely been inspired by everyone around me. More specifically, mm-hmm. I've been really inspired by my community. And as I move from industry to industry, there are lots of people, men and women, that have paved the way for me. And many of them have laid out the roadmap that I follow today. So when I was blogging and I was focusing mainly on my natural hair blog, I Mm -hmm. had mentors from afar. Some of those women were blogging themselves and they were inspiring me to create content on my blog. One woman specifically, her name is Curly Nikki. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people um, who were going natural back in 2010 to 2012 probably are very familiar with her blog, also Naturally Curly, and a lot of the other, there were many other blogs as well that I would read regularly, and I would learn from these women. I would learn the things that they were sharing, and it would inspire me to create blog posts that were similar using my own personal information and experience. And then mm-hmm. when my focus was on YouTube, because I was doing all these different things simultaneously, my focus was on, when my focus was on YouTube, I found someone named Natural85 to be a great mentor for me from afar. She makes great videos and she still actually makes really good videos to this day. Her name is Whitney and I know her and I've been able to work a lot alongside her on several occasions in the industry. Uh, when my focus is on my podcast, which I have a podcast that goes out bi-weekly right now, I had mm-hmm. mentors from afar that helped help me with that. I like to look at some of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to, like The Friend Zone and yes. Therapy for Black Girls. And there are many others that just help me to kind of get an idea of 
how do I want to relay my, my content? How do I want my, my, my voice to sound? How do I want to come across when people listen to me? Um, and then when my focus is on my courses, which is a very big part of my business right now, some of my mentors from afar are Danielle Leslie. She's a black woman who makes courses that teach people, makes a course that teaches people how to make courses themselves. And um, okay. while I've never taken Danielle's course, what she talks about in her webinars, and I got to see her speak live at a conference, they have definitely inspired me to take my course creation seriously and look at it as a true um, business, um, as well as a, a lady named Amy Porterfield, who does a great job with teaching content creators how to really grow and scale their businesses through her information. So they, those two ladies helped me with my course creation. And when I focus on my webinars, I do have mentors from afar. One of them, actually, I did uh, two of them I actually hired as coaches. Uh, one's name is Casey Zeman. Um, he's the founder and creator of Easy Webinar, which is a program that I use to get the word out about my, pro- my, my courses. And I do awesome. host lots of free webinars all the time. Every week, in fact, I host free webinars and I stream them to my Facebook page. And my other mentor, when it comes to my, my webinars and my courses, would be Caitlin Batcher, whom I also hired as a coach to help me scale and grow my business so that my community could get it. And then I would not have to necessarily create one-on-one emails or do one-on-one coaching so heavily I could scale a course and be able to sell it to my audience in a way that they could take it on their own time, making it more affordable because they wouldn't have to pay for one-on-one time with me, making it attainable because they wouldn't have to specifically wait for a time that I'm free before we could meet. They could do it on their own wherever they are. And also it makes it something that they can do at their own pace. They don't have to worry about, well, I'm going to buy up these sessions with Janelle and we have to meet every single week or every two weeks. They could do it on their own pace. If they want to spend an hour on a weekend and then take a break or just do it all in a weekend, they have that flexibility with courses, which is why I really like them. So right now I have lots of mentors, as you can see from afar and some close that I work with closely. Um, But all Mm -hmm. in all, I think when you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, or if you're looking to get into an industry where maybe it's going to be your side hustle, having people that inspire you and that have come before you be a guide to you, even if you're not working with them directly, is always a great approach to have. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I'm just so, like, I'm just hyped just listening to all the people who have made an impact on you, with you, for you, throughout your journey, those you still talk to, those who may have you know, you might not talk to them all the time, but, you know, they're still connected and you just are building your empire through these people, but y'all are in building your empire together. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I love it. I love it. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? and How did you overcome that? Well, that's a great question um, because as a social entrepreneur, I probably know that this is something that many people listening today will probably resonate with. But I didn't, I don't have anyone else to show me the rope. So everything that I'm learning and doing and everything that you see me do, I'm learning it like literally on my own. I have no one in my family that is an entrepreneur. So I didn't know what it was supposed to look like. There are lots of pieces to having your own business that you don't know until you get into it. And then you start realizing, okay, um, I have to handle my finances this way because after you get audited, you're going to be very unhappy, okay? And right. um, realize, <laughs> realizing that you need to establish your business as a legitimate business and doing business as, which is called DBA, 
isn't going to cut it now because you're making a certain amount of income and you need to outsource some things because you won't be able to do everything on your own. And you may need to hire some people to come on board at some point because now your business is growing and you need to elevate. And that means that you can't always be bogged down with all the day-to-day tasks and the idea of marketing and not just being the creative genius behind what you do, but having to market that and getting it out there. So those are just like a few, a handful of things that I had no one to guide me. And going to school and getting a background and getting my background in political science and philosophy and then going and getting my master's in education, there's no preparation for business administration in any of that. So I think my biggest challenge was not really having someone's support. And mm-hmm. um, like I said, to learn all of the different things that I've learned, I kind of had to struggle through it. And it did make me stronger, which I absolutely can say I'm very proud of. But I do know for a lot of people, the the fear of being unsuccessful or that fear of not really knowing what tomorrow is going to look like can mm-hmm. lead them to not want to seek entrepreneurship. So right. if you... Find someone that you know that does it like me or like you, and you can ask questions of them or take it a step further and invest in yourself and invest in coaching with them. I would absolutely recommend it because once I got my coach, I paid a lot of money for my coaches, but it made me a lot of money knowing what they knew and having someone to give, show me the ropes and help me out and help me pass through all of those things that you have to go through that you wouldn't have known otherwise unless you struggled and stumbled upon them. That's the truth. That is absolutely the truth. And you know, a lot of people who go into business who want to become entrepreneurs, a lot of us are going into it, you know, with a blindfold on one. And we have to figure out what to do. And of course, we're going to take a lot of L and we're going to turn them into lessons. And like you said, invest in a coach, invest, um, you know, a mentorship, surround yourself by those who are like-minded and may may be going down that same path as you. Yes, everyone may not want to tell their secrets or, you know, I know people that's very like, oh, no, I can't tell you this. Oh, oh, no, I can't tell you that. But just because that one door closed doesn't absolutely, like, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not supposed to go any further. You know, as they say, when one door closes, a window opens or another door opens. And the opportunities are there. You just have to seek them. You know, you can't sit in your house thinking that Everything is going to magically happen, and that's that. No, you literally have to put in the footwork, and you have to, you know, connect with these people. If you have to sit down with investors or whoever, you know, whatever your brand is, you have to make those genuine connections, whether they're in person, through the Internet, get on Zoom, Skype, whatever. See these people physically so they know you're not playing with their money. (laughs) Right. It's just so important. It's so important. There's so many people out here getting scammed and they're upset because they spent all this money and the person didn't deliver the product they were supposed to or the service that they were supposed to. Is mm-hmm. You have to do your research, people. You have to do your research. So you mentioned success. So I want to ask you next, what is your meaning or your definition of success and what do you consider your biggest success to be? And it can be personal or even business related. Yeah, I I think Or when I was younger, success always was directly related to, like, wealth and money. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for those of you who are listening, like, when you make, when you have a goal, like, oh, I want to be able to make six figures, and then you finally actually make six figures, 
it doesn't really feel any different. <laughs> um, it feels like no different. It doesn't feel any different. Like what you were making yesterday and what you make when you make six figures, there's nothing really different, honestly, to it. So because I've surpassed that thinking of like, oh, you know, success is when I make six figures and I've done that many years now. For me, I think success has changed into being in control of my time. A lot of people who seek out um, more money, I think they think about what they'll be able to do with that money, like where they can go, what they can buy. And mm-hmm. when you have, when you're able to say, I want to take a month off, I want to take a week off, I want to travel, or if you have the type of job that I have where your lifestyle is very much a part of like the actual work you do, you can go away right. on vacation and that can be like work. And I can do something fun with my kids. And now that's part of my work. So enjoying my life and being able to control my time and how it's spent is, in fact, what success looks like for me. Because no one's over my shoulder telling me what I have to do. I make my own decisions. If I decide I'm going to have a really busy work week, week, it's because I've chosen to do that. And most likely I'm choosing to do that because I know that that's going to benefit me from an income perspective, benefit me from a community engagement perspective. And so I'm making the time to do that. And then if I want a low week or a slower week, I have the freedom to do that. I can control how my day looks, how my week looks, and all the things Mm -hmm. I want to do. I control that. I don't have to be um, stressed out because I can't get my kids ready for school in the morning because I have to be to work at this time and I have to get on the subway at this time. I live in New York City, so, you know, getting to work and commuting and all that is a chore. Right. I don't have to worry about that. I wake up in the morning. I take care of myself. I can prioritize my self-care because I control my time. So I wake up. I do um, some yoga. I've been doing yoga mm-hmm. since Christmas and I'm really um, loving the flexibility and I'm loving the um, the range of motion and I'm loving the spiritual connection to it. And I'm just loving that it gives me something to do for myself in the morning versus just jumping up and having to put all my energy and time into my children, which when right. I say it like that, I know it sounds bad, but moms understand what I mean. You wake up and the first thing you do is give all your energy <laughs> away to someone else. Right. And so I don't have to do that because I can control my time. I don't have to be to work. I have, I work from home. I have my own home office. And so I do my yoga. Um, I do also read the Bible. Um, I've been yeah. doing a really fun um, Bible Bible study on an app called Holy Bible by YouVersion. And I found mm-hmm. a really nice devotional called The Bible Project where they have video devotionals where they break down the chapters of the Bible in really awesome graphic videos. And then oh. you can have the chapters. Yeah, it's really awesome, tea. You can have the chapters read to you. So I literally will, like, take a shower and I'll put on my Bluetooth speaker and have the Bible be read to me while I'm in the shower. And it's just kind of like a novel, kind of like an audible thing. And um, yeah, I do my Bible reading. I do my yoga. I work out on my Peloton. Then I get my kids ready for school and they get out of the way. And then I can go and shower and take care of myself some more. And then I can start my day. I have meetings with my team. Um, I get to choose the times for those things. And um, I'm able to schedule time to do awesome things like being being a part of your podcast. Um, and I'm able to also get the work in that I need to. So when I know I have important, um, launches going on, like we always have trainings and master classes and webinars going on and all of those things require me to be present. So I need to make sure that I'm resting, even if I'm not sleeping, but not like working, burning the midnight oil 
in order to be able to offer really good experiences to the people who are coming to see me and get information from me. So success for me is being able to be in control of my time. I really love being in control of my time and being able to make decisions on how my day-to-day is going to look. Yes, that was awesome. And you hit on another question in that answer. So I was going to ask you about um, how do you practice self-love up here? But like you said, you know, you listen, you read, you listen to your Bible and, and you know, you do your yoga and, and you're able to work from home and it gives you that ability to, like you said, control your time so you can be able to do the things that you want to do and then also do the things that you need to do. So that's awesome. That yes. is so awesome. So if you could give younger Janelle one piece of advice, what would you tell her? Ooh, um, what would I tell her? I think that younger Janelle's like tenacity and go-getter spirit really worked for her. And so I would say be give yourself some grace because I think younger Janelle was more focused on making sure everything was perfect all the time. So I would say give yourself some grace. Because the way that you are and the way that you, your organization skills and how you put everything together, they will still work to your benefit, even if you aren't able to control everything. Mm. Um, and you will find a lot more peace if you do allow for things to kind of just go with the flow. But I definitely feel like younger Janelle tenacity and organizational skills really have helped to shape old Janelle mm-hmm. and um, those things have carried over into my adulthood now. So I really, I would, I wouldn't want her to take them away. Um, right. Just give yourself a little bit grace and more peace that you don't have to worry that things aren't going to be perfect. If you're, if you're not the one in control of them. Right. That's perfect. That's a good piece of advice. That is definitely a good piece of advice. I've taken that piece of advice once or twice, maybe three or four times, you know, in my lifetime. And it's definitely something that um, I had to grow into and learn because, one, I'm the only child. So, of course, I'm always thinking for things to be perfect all the time anyway because I did it. And I feel like I have that time to make it perfect. But then when things weren't going the way that I thought it would, oh, honey, I was all fit. So I had to even learn now as an adult, like this, I'm not a little kid anymore. You know, sometimes it might be easier to get away with it as a kid, but as an adult, nobody's trying to hear that. (laughs) So I had to really, you know, take a look at myself. And that's what I think a lot of people have to learn how to do. Take a look at yourself. Everything is not always pointing at the other person. Sometimes we have to learn how to point at ourselves, look in the mirror and look at the things that we may need to work on. So that's very important. Yeah. It's so important. So can you tell our listeners, about any upcoming events or projects that you may have? Yes, absolutely. Um, Thank you for asking. So if there's anyone out there that is in a position right now where they're excited to share their journey, they're excited to share something that they've learned in the past, they're excited to um, share an experience that they have that they feel can resonate with other people, or they do something in, an, in a great way that other people should totally know about so that they can do it themselves, I would love to give you the opportunity to work with me. I have trainings that go on all the time. So if you are on Facebook, if you still are on Facebook, <laughs> I'm still there. And um, every single month, I usually do at least two webinars where I'm tr- I'm giving away like free skills and training so that you can get some support. Also, um, and you can find me on Facebook at Janelle B. Stewart. 
also within my school, I have lots of great programs for content creators. So if you're like, I want to learn how to blog for a living, I have a program for you. If you're Mm. an influencer or someone who makes really good social media content and you have wanted to work with brands and get paid brand deals, but it's something that you've had a struggle with or you just didn't know like how you're supposed to go about that. You just, you're just thinking, well, maybe I should just wait until a brand is out to me or whatever. I have a program for that called the paid pitch where I teach you how to pitch brands and get paid brand deals. Um, if you're looking to start a YouTube channel, I have a program called YouTube Unlocked where I basically show you how to start your YouTube channel, how to make really compelling videos, how to get increase in views and, and, and subscriptions, and pretty much anything that you can think about in between of any type of content from beginning of how to do it to how to grow it, how to build it, how to scale it, how to monetize it. I have a program for you. So I would love to welcome you to my school. I would love you to check it out. If you go to JanelleBStewart.com and you just look at the top of the website where it says courses, you can see my courses and you can go and you can see what options are there. Um, But like I said, I I would love to see you at some of my free webinars on Facebook. I usually share them to Instagram on my story. So if you ever see my Instagram stories pop up, which is JanelleBStewart, you can absolutely uh, check to see, is Janelle doing anything this week? I always share, and then you can get the details on that. And lastly, um, I do have a free training going on right now for bloggers. It's called the Newbie Blogger Training, and it's a very easy-to-do training. You can do it in a day if you choose to. And to get the details on that, I would love for you to visit my blog, and you're going to see one of my posts that describes, or it has in the title, it has, how to just start when you have a fear of starting. And mm-hmm. if you look for that, if you look for that um, that blog post, how to just start when you have a fear of starting, or I have one called what to do if you have a fear of starting, you'll be able to see the details for my newbie blogger training in either of those blog posts. That is awesome. That is awesome, y'all. She dropped in the gems before y'all. Like, make sure that y'all follow her on social media. She done gave you all her outlets. And make sure that you go on her website and check it out because I know I will be as soon as we hang up. (laughs) I know I will be. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Absolutely. Um, And it's funny because I just talked about that podcast um, or that blog post rather. But I would say start before you're ready. This is a very big conversation that I've been having this year, 2020, with my audience on my podcast and my blog and in my webinars is the idea of you thinking that you have to know everything before you can move on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that thought process, I get, I get it. Like it's a protection mechanism, not being, not wanting to jump into something without having all of the information. I, I get it. Like, That makes sense. And that's really, really smart. The thing that I don't like or don't want you to keep to hold on to is the idea that you can't start ever at all if you don't ever get all of the information. And that's why I like to say start before you're ready. Think about what it is you want to do and then take action. Okay. Action is the foundational key to all success. And you have to move out of your comfort zone. 
You know, mm-hmm. you can only grow if you are willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable when you try something new. There's the only way you're going to grow from that. Remember that when you're thinking about whatever it is you want to do next time. Don't worry. Don't really think about your errors or your failures because you'll never, ever do anything. And I want you to inhale confidence and exhale doubt and know that you can learn something and apply a little bit of that today and then learn something tomorrow and then apply a little bit of that tomorrow. But if you continuously live in fear, we're never going to grow and become triumphant. Yes. That was a good piece of advice. Yes. Yes. No need to wait. I always say just create the plan and execute. There's no need to sit all around it. Just do it because you never know what the outcome may be. And then, you know, later on, you're, you're talking about all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. We don't need that. Just just go ahead and do it. You know, something amazing may brew from, you know, something that may be going on in your mind right now as we speak. And you just just have the, the faith and just jump out there and just do what you want to do. Because I'm sure if your intentions are clear, and you have the faith that everything is going to work out perfectly. Yeah. Yes. I am so glad that you were on here today, Janelle. You were dropping the gems. You know, I hope everybody was taking some notes. They were, you know, writing down how they can contact you on social media, listening in for, you know, when those classes are coming up. She said she does, you said, twice a month on Facebook. Yeah, at least. There are even more. See? So at least twice a month on Facebook. Yes. You said Monday evening? Yeah, usually they're on the Monday evening. But if you go to my Facebook, even right now, and you just scroll through my feed, you'll probably see, like, I have a little save the date of my upcoming webinars. So that way you can get the, um, you can save it to your calendar and be ready for that. Yes. Yes. Amazing stuff. She's very knowledgeable, guys. So make sure that you check her out. And, you know, she may be the right person for you. You know, so you don't know, like we say, you don't know if you don't try it. So I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.